You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Meetul Shah. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Stacey Greiner on the rise of RevTech, which is revenue technologies. Stacey is a CMO and general manager at Dun & Bradstreet known as DNB. She leads company's global brand and marketing strategy and sales and marketing solution for North America. They spent over two decades helping organizations use emerging technologies, data and analytics to better serve their customers, create new business models, and transform operations. Stacy, super excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise. So Stacy, you know, in a pre-interview, we were having this discussion, you know, about sales tech, martech, now rev tech. And I would love to understand your vision as to where the market is going. And there's so much growth, there's so much happening in this industry and vertical. What are the implications does it have on marketers? Yeah, it's so interesting. And um, I've been looking forward to this conversation because we because of our shared passion for the, just the change that's happening in the sales tech and martech space. And, you know, as we think about the change that's happening there, I've kind of grouped it into what I've called the three P's, right? So privacy, personalization, and proliferation. And a lot of, you know, everything we're talking about has been accelerated because of this massive digitization that's happened thanks to everybody working from home for the last year and a half. Um, But it's interesting because as marketers, we've all kind of moved our dollars very quickly to online sources and created what has become a lot of digital noise for our buyers. And so this kind of backlash to that has been this more need of controlling privacy. And so you see increasing, you know, discussions around whether the world is going cookie list. How do we protect your privacy? How do you protect who's contacting you? But at the same time, right, as buyers, whether you're B2B or B2C buyer, right, you want that buying journey to be super personalized to you, very efficient, very effective, know what you want in and out and make it very easy. And so, you know, marketers and sellers are trying to navigate that, staying privacy compliant, but then creating this very personalized journey. And then underlying the whole thing, which is what I'm really excited about, is just this proliferation of tools, right, that marketing and sellers need to use. And what, uh, when I say I'm excited about it, it's because I think there's this tremendous opportunity to really simplify and bring together these tools that right now, you know, marketers and sellers are using 20 plus different tools. They have siloed data, siloed functionality. They're often even used by siloed teams, right? But yet you're trying to deliver one consistent buying journey digitally. Uh, And so that's really what we, you know, what we see happening in the market and what we're investing to solve for our customers is, you know, solving for those three Ps, making it easier for marketers and sellers to be able to deliver on the promise of a digital personalized journey for their buyers. That's very cool. I haven't ever heard about this three Ps, but it's it's very relevant. That's that's pretty awesome. But I mean, if you reflect on on this, you know, data silo and you know proliferation of tools and so many tools out in the market, I mean, this conversation has been going on, you know, for a for a while now, right? 
uh, and this whole you know introduction of CDP, MDM, or master data management, and sales and marketing alignment. Why this problem is still not solved? We we have been talking about it for a while now. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, and I think you know it's not a it's a, it's a complex challenge, right? And it's made complex by the different channels that our buyers want to connect with us on. It's made complex by these different underlying tools. And it's made complex because, you know, I think traditionally, even marketing and sales have been thought of as different teams. And then within those marketing and sales teams, there's different teams. And so when you think about, you know, how do I really make a unified view for my customer? You have to put your customer first. And then that drives um, really the acceleration of solving that bringing the teams together, bringing the technology together and bringing your data together, both your first party data and your third party data. So do you think CDP is the answer you know, to that, that CDP is potentially going to solve uh, that challenge for us? We believe so. We believe so. So we recently launched uh, DMB RevUp ABX and at the core of that is a CDP. So the point is, you know, teams have been operating with different types of data, different pieces of data in their uh, you know, across their stack, right? You have tools that are sending emails, tools that your SDRs are using, tools that you're serving for advertising, integrations with, you know, LinkedIn, Google, et cetera. All of those uh, have historically had more kind of siloed data into those of who you're trying to target. Putting a CDP at the core of our RevUp platform really allows market- marketers and sales teams to pull that data from all their different tools into one place augment it with third-party data. So now you have one view of your universe. Who are you trying to do business with? Who are you already doing business with? Who are the best customers for each campaign or offer that you're bringing to market? So you create those audiences in one place, and now you can syndicate those audiences back out to the tools that you're already using, your best-of-breed tools for the different channels. But now those tools are operating in concert with each other and with one view of this buying journey that you're trying to bring to life. This is this is so fantastic, and and I think it could be a very complicated. I think probably you can spend an hour, you know, double clicking on CDP and discussing this. But but maybe uh, you know, just for the people who may not be so much clued in as far as CDP and what is CDP and the need for it, maybe can we just double click on that as to maybe let's just start from the basics as to what is CDP and what is the need for it. Yeah, that's a great uh, great point. So CDP stands for Customer Data Platform. And then and what it is, is it's one place to bring together so your first party data, so contacts, account data that you might have sitting in a marketing automation platform, you might have sitting in your CRM, you might have sitting in spreadsheets often on people's machines, right? As as a, who you're trying to target and who you're trying to do business with. The point of a CDP is to have it kind of at the center. So it's the brain that's pulling together all these pieces of knowledge from the different tools and systems you're using into one place. You have a holistic picture of all the accounts and all the contacts and people within those accounts that you want to be doing business with. Got it. Got it. So I think bringing back the conversation where we were discussing like, you know, multiple tools, best of the beat tools or you know, do you think that, uh, you know, we are the place and is RevTech going to solve this for us where a customer can just buy one tool, right, for, say from one particular vendor and run all the pieces to solve the go-to-market, you know, challenge? Or is there one solution that will potentially provide them what they need to do 
you know, from go-to-market solution perspective, because many times marketers kind of think that, you know, they've kind of become integrators or data scientists or even vendor managers uh, rather than doing what they do best. You're so right. You're so right. And that's really, um, you know, what we focus on is helping marketers get back to marketing, right? Helping sellers get back to selling exactly what you just said, you know, letting them do what they do best. Um, do I think that it will, you know, consolidate into one product potentially for smaller and mid-market companies, right? That really want a marketing platform kind of out of the box that manages their data and manages their t- targeting and segmentation and activation and engagement. But I think at the same time, um, you know, marketers have become quite savvy over the years in how to use these different best of breed tools that are going to drive the best activation or engagement in different channels. And so, you know, that's really what we've um, launched with RevUp ABX is to allow marketing teams to build their best of breed and keep their best of breed, you know, activation and engagement channels in place, but have an underlying foundation that's bringing that one view of all of your customers, all of your accounts to one place. When you create these audiences, you can then activate in a way that's one consistent buying journey. It recognizes, you know, has a person come to your website? Are they an unknown contact? Have they come to your website? Have they engaged with content? Are they an opportunity in that your sellers are already working? And then it can allow you to really serve up the right content for the different people and the different accounts where they are in the buying journey. And so really seeing that as, you know, this kind of brain and the orchestrator of the tools that marketing and sales teams have already brought together. And we'll see over time uh, if that continue, you know, if it continues to consolidate. But right now, you know, for the teams that are looking at those best of read tools, we're offering a way to really get the most out of those tools, rather than rip and replace uh, the investments that you've made. That that is fantastic. Um, I, I guess, as I said, you know, we can we can probably talk a couple hours on this topic, but just being sensitive to time. You know, thank you so much for focusing on the rev tech and introducing this to to our audience. Um, maybe, you know, we can do a follow-up on it where we can just double-click in details, um, you know, as to what this rev tech is and how we can kind of, you know, where the market is headed, you know, with this. So just for an audience uh, perspective, are there any books or blogs or newsletters or videos or vlogs that that you read, you recommend that our audience should, uh, you know, should go and read? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And there's there's so much happening in the space and so many great uh, people to learn from that, you know, the list can go on and on. One of the books, though, that I read probably in the last year um, that probably many of your audience has heard of is Loonshot, a really great book with lots of different you know, stories and use cases across industries of how companies are operating in two phases. You know, one phase of your current customer base and maintaining the growth and, and trajectory that you have with your current customers and your current products, but then also enabling another phase that is more innovation and creativity and how do you bring new capabilities and think outside the box and bridging those two phases uh, is, is not something that's easy to do. And I thought the book did a really nice job of kind of laying out examples of uh, successful attempts at that and maybe not so successful attempts at that. Awesome. You, it, it's, it's loon shot, correct? Loon shots. Got it. Got it. Awesome. 
how, how can people connect with you? How can they ask you any more questions, follow-up questions, maybe discussion if they have it? What's the best Absolutely. way to get in touch? Absolutely. Well, uh, I can get very soapboxy and passionate about this topic. Um, so people can feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. would love to share ideas with other people who have uh, the same passion shared that we both have. Awesome. Well, Stacey, thank you so much. You know, thanks for being part of the show. Enjoy your uh, July 4th weekend and I would uh, hopefully love to have you on a podcast again, you know, in future. Have a good Likewise. Day. Enjoy your weekend as well and looking forward to continuing our conversations. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate and review us and share these insights with your peers.